The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. It's been a long day. Grab a cold drink and step into the man cave. Your hosts, Ray Austin and J.D. Harris, are getting the discussion together, so it's sure to be an exciting hour of fun and talk. We want to hear from you, too, so get ready to speak your mind. We don't judge here. Now your hosts of The Man Cave, J.D. Harris and Ray Austin. Yeah, yeah, yeah! It's Wednesday. What's up, Ray Ski? What's up, bro? What's going on with you, man? Well, I'm just looking outside, looking at the 77-degree weather, just Mm. taking it all in. What's going on with you? Man, I can't. Do- it's so bad out here, man. It went from 60, 40, 50 degrees to like nine. And today it was like something, yeah, something like 13 degrees today. It's just ridiculous out here in Chi-Town. Man, I do not envy you one bit. Only thing I envy is that you're close to my dad. Dad, if you're listening, happy birthday. It's Papa Stack's birthday. Oh, what's uh, up, Papa Stack's? Happy birthday, man. And you know, I called him this morning, man. Dad, what you up to? Well, you know, I was going to church. Mom, I'm going to go to breakfast with mommy. I didn't know she wanted to do something, but I scheduled all these meetings. I was like, man, sit your tail down. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool, man. That's what's up. Tell him I said happy birthday. No, you can tell him. You got his number. Give him a call. He'll like to hear right. from you. <laughs> right, right. right. So uh, as we get into things, I mean, just catching up and all that, I want to introduce uh, – Good friend of mine, he's actually probably down the street, not the street from you, Ray, but down the street from you, mm. uh, Chicago-born, Notre Dame uh, alum, and NFL alum, Oliver, G- Oliver Gibson. What up, OG? What's going on, man? I'm a little envious of the whole Tampa, I mean, I'm sorry, Tempe thing. Yeah, like, like your man was talking about, bro. You know, it's currently 28, but with the wind chill factor, it feels like zero, so... A little envious right now. I'm, I'm trying to trying to get my mind in a in, in a positive place. But when you when your synapses freeze in your brain, you can't think. So what's up, man? I'm doing all right. I'm all right. I'm a little slow, but I'm all right. <laughs> hey, hey, the good thing, both of you guys, y'all got Harold's Chicken out there. Y'all got uh, Giordano's, so you guys can get your winter weight on. But see, you 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 can you can you can hear it in our voice. You can hear the pain in our voice right now. <laughs> yeah, this this is not gangster by any stretch. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I trade to a Herald for 70-plus degrees in a heartbeat. <laughs> well, hey, well, you know, the open invitation is out there for you guys. And, uh, Ray, you've been out here and kicked it with me. OG, you've been out in Arizona. So, hey, I'm just waiting for my fellas to come, and we can just tear up some stuff out here. <laughs> and I have to sit in your backyard and drink lemonade in plus 70 weather. That's all I need. Man. <laughs> so, hey, as we go into things – you know, uh, OG, before we get started, just tell us a little bit about yourself, what you're doing. Let our fan base know what's the deal with OG. Okay, well, it just works out that my nickname sounds cool. My name's Oliver Gibson, but, you know, I don't tell people that. I let them ride with the OG thing, but I go by OG. Uh, born and raised in Chicago, suburbs. Uh, went to Romeoville High School. Shout out to Romeoville. They're way out of the playoffs. Uh, went to the University of Notre Dame. Was there for five years. 
uh, played under a man we affectionately call Lucifer Holtz. But uh, Coach Holtz, <laughs> I love you, but I don't like you. Um, then I was drafted in 95 uh, with the Pittsburgh Steelers, saw a Super Bowl against Dallas Cowboys, in which Neil O'Donnell threw two interceptions to Lance Brown, who never did anything else in the NFL. Then I um, was there for four years, then uh, matriculated to the Bengals, played under the great defensive coordinator Dick LeBeau, still a friend of mine today. And so um, in the last couple of years, I've been interning with the Steelers as a coach, trying to get in scouting full-time. I'm also a defensive coordinator here at a high school in Evanston. I currently train um, athletes preparing for the NFL Combine. That season's coming up. Um, getting back into scouting with the Steelers, fighting my way back in. But would like to get down there to, uh, to Arizona, too. That'd be nice. Well, I'm going to interrupt you. You know you coach for the enemy. I'm a Waukegan alum, so that right. was a rival game right there. Well, first of all, we were supposed to play you guys, but you guys had a strike. So we got a win. We got a much-needed forfeit win this year. Yeah, you guys didn't even play half your season, which I feel bad for the kids because they got, they've got they got a, a really good quarterback there. I forgot his Yeah, line. I've worked with – he's actually been in my camps. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good quarterback. He's been a three- or four-year start. He's going to be a big-time football player. But then, uh, you know, still still getting into scouting, still training kids. And then I also run the Insurance Licensing Academy in which we – Qualify. I'm not going to get a shameless plug, but so man, I'm hustling and bustling, and you know, so, doing my thing. So, OG, tell me, man, what do you? You know, I I know I, I always see that a lot of former players, including myself, at one time, uh, always transitions into you know maybe if it's not broadcasting, announcing, it probably ends up being training. You know, athletes. It, tell me, what? Why, why did you choose to go in that in that uh, in that path? Well, basically, when I got out of football. You know, football to me was like a was like an old girlfriend, and I, I tell kids this: like my greatest loves in life have been music and football. Music I call melody, football I call autumn because it's played in the fall. So in high school, you know, just messed around with autumn, nothing serious. In college, started dating her, and then in the NFL, you know, I got married to autumn. But then, you know, oh four oh five, autumn found a new dude. You know, I got old, got hurt, and got cut. So I wanted to get away from like a divorce. I wanted to get as far away from football as I could. And so, and I started getting to other things. Like I said, I produce uh, music. I edit video. You know, I do a bunch of things. But then it just got to be to the point where, you know, I'd speak at a high school and that coach would be like, hey, can you come around and just, you know, talk to our players? And I'd come around one day and then, hey, can you work with the D-line? Because I was a defensive lineman. And then, you know, I got to the point where one day became two days, two days became three days, three days became game day. So I decided to go back into football because it's like a Jones, man. I mean, I've done this my entire life, and, you know, it's like a relationship. I, I, sometimes you love Autumn. Sometimes you don't really like her, but you need her. And so at that point, I started coaching college athletes, took a couple of JUCO jobs in uh, Arizona. I was at um, Arizona Western College from 11, 11 to part of 13, and then I coached out in Mississippi. So it just kept calling me back. And the thing that, you know, and I hate to – play the race card, but there are a lot of us African-American athletes that we don't have the positions that we should in this business. So one of the ways to affect change is to be involved in the highest level. And the quickest mm -hmm. way for me to get involved in the highest level is to train the kids that are going into it, you know, show them how to practice for the test. Because myself personally, I was never the greatest athlete. I was drafted in the fourth round, but I always said I would work harder than people. And I always practice for the test like I ripped the combine up minus that Indianapolis 40 which we won't talk about but other than that you know I and so because I had that experience I want to give that to other kids and other athletes so 
And they can respect that too, because you you done been there and done that. JD, you see how he turned his whole life into a, a season? Yeah, I mean it, I said hip hop for OG to like write books and all that stuff, man. <laughs> yeah, you know what? It's funny you that you just said how I it's encapsulated and that that's pretty much the way it is, and it's a reflex. When you're when you're an athlete, you're always an athlete. You know, and you think with this mindset and I think that helps us because we're not all very smart to simplify things and and process them so we can digest it. But yeah, that, that's my my Jones in a football. That's my two loves in life, Melody and Ottoman. You know, hopefully if Melody's paying, I'm staying. So, <laughs> well, OG, we know that you're smart, so we ain't gonna even mess around with that. So uh, <laughs> we're gonna go in talk a little bit about football, and we want you to chime in and just give your opinion about the craziness that uh, Ray often calls as the world turns the NFL. Ray, you want to start off or you want me to go ahead and get this? Hey, man, the, I don't, uh, the best, the best reality show on TV, OG. I'm talking about episode after episode, it just gets better and better. Uh, I mean, first of all, I just want, I know everybody's got, you know, things they want to talk about, but AP, Adrian Peterson, why did the NFL go ahead and slap this man with the rest of the season out? I think it's ridiculous. I think it's stupid. I don't get it. I mean, I'm I'm totally against it. I I think personally that had the Ray Rice stuff not gone down, Adrian would be playing right now. And I mean, you know, they're talking about time served. Should there have been some disciplinary a- action? Sure, but the whole season, I think that you know, with culture and things like that, that's almost an extreme. What's your thoughts, OG? Okay, so. To me, I have a problem with the entire way that the NFL is playing moral compass for the world. Okay, mm. this is, The NFL is a business, and these owners are businessmen. And I totally agree with you, J.D. By the same token, had the Ray Rice incident not gone down on film, there would be no way that Adrian would be out of the loop on this. I mean, but the problem is the NFL says, well, we don't want a bunch of moms, soccer moms, tearing up their jerseys like they did with, uh, what's his name, Hernandez of the Patriots. So mm-hmm. this was a business decision. They claim that they're looking out for the kids, and we're not going to even get to the cultural, disciplinary, you know, things that AP was going through. I mean, come on now. We all had a whoop, got whooped. You know, I got whooped four times, and I'm not going to go into that, but I just think it's the hypocrisy of the NFL. The NFL does not have the right to try to serve and be the moral compass of this country. Let the judicial due process handle it and then punish accordingly. You're not guilty until, you know, proven innocent, you know, you should be, you should have the right to due process. And the courts didn't convict him. So why in the heck are they going after this man's livelihood? I know it's not going to hurt AP in the long run, but I think it's BS and the NFL has definitely overstepped their bounds. Yeah. It's like, where does it stop? You know, and a lot of times what happens, let, if it was, if it was your a normal nine to five, if you were working, uh, let's just say for GoDaddy, and you're going through this case, this situation, GoDaddy is not going to suspend you without pay. Right. <laughs> They're going to let you go. Then if you get arrested, you can't come and do the job. That's different. But they want athletes to be like everyone else, but then they don't govern or they don't treat athletes like uh, the any other citizen. So I... Yeah, I think they're just like you. They're crossing some some gray area, and I, but I, I just think stay in your lane. <laughs> but I, and I love what OG says. It seems like they're trying to govern in their own space. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, they, and they're actually, and, and, and actually media is allowing them to do that. They are, they are starting to make up their own rules that, 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 that the, the players have to abide uh, by. That's not even, that, like the whole U.S. don't even have to abide by, which, which sucks. Yes, indeed. Well, and then going on with the NFL, we have Josh Gordon back. I'm excited to see what he's going to come back and do, especially how Cleveland is playing. I think he's going to tear it up after being suspended. And then what else? Are you guys following uh, Eli Manning and his five picks? <laughs> yeah, I mean, but every quarterback has his day. And, you know, I, I'm not I'm, – I'm, I'm a Manning fan. I love the family. I've been paying a couple times. And, you know, in mm-hmm. order to be great, you got to take chances. I mean, if you look at Reggie Jackson, he had the strikeout record. If you look at Kobe Bryant, who well, I'm not a fan of, He's got the missed shots. So, you know, Eli takes his chances. If you look at Brett Favre, he's got the interception record. So I love what – I'm still an Eli fan because I'm a Manning fan, but I like his brother a little bit better. So. Well, I, I just saw how you slipped that. I'm a Kobe – I'm not a Kobe fan in there, and yeah. I really would like to go at you a little bit on that, but oh. we're going to move on. <laughs> like Kevin Hart said, how you just going to slip that in? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know I got to take my shots at the Lakers when I can yeah, it looks like a lot of people taking shots on the Lakers. Uh, we're gonna co- we got some more stuff to cover. Uh, we're gonna go into the second quarter and get you know everybody getting hyped up. We got a D lineman out here. We got a D back on here, and we got a coach. So we gotta get a linebacker in and get, complete this thing. So uh, we'll be back in a minute. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society. On All Around Sports, host John Inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world, including players, owners, and fellow sports journalists, discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today. John will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events. Tune in to All Around Sports with John Inglesby, Fridays at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America Interactive Radio Player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's a tough shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left. to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. You're inside the man cave. We're ready to talk with you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. 
1-888-346-9144 or send an email to J.D. Harris at high-intensitysports.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to the Man Cave. I got my boy Ray Ray and I got my boy OG, Oliver Gibson, coming in today, helping us out at the cave. Uh, Ray, come on. There's a lot going on. Why don't you go ahead and start us off, man? Uh, you, 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 let's first talk about this the, the buffoolery, OG, with <laughs> these guys that think that they're bigger than the game that can just walk off the field or, or, or just decide, eh, halftime, I'm going to go ahead and stay on the field while the rest of my teammates are in there listening for instructions for next, you know, for the second half. I mean, th- it, it has gotten ridiculous. I mean, I don't know if anybody ever thought, I don't even know if any team has a running back right now. Do they? <laughs> you know, it's funny. I, I kind of feel bad for LeGarrius Blum because, I mean, first of all, look at his last name. He's going to make some bad decisions. He got caught smoking early in the year with, um, with the other running back in the car. I mean, the problem that these guys sometimes lose sight of, it's a job. And they're going to have somebody to replace you. So no matter how angry or upset you are with the amount of playing time you did not get, it's still a job, and you can't leave work early just because you're having a bad day. I mean, you got your signing bonus. You got your two-year deal. Stay there. You know, go through it. It's, it's a job, and you're easily replaced. I feel bad because I know how the guy feels. I mean, I went through a lot of my pro career the first couple of years with the Steelers where I would get 10 or 15 reps, and I would go home and, you know, smile with my family, go out to eat, then go in my garage and just tear it up because I was just so pissed off. But you got to keep things in perspective. The window in which you get to play that sport is so small that you have to cherish every single second of it. And because I know you're not giving that paycheck back when it's um, automatically deposited on Monday. So stay there and do your job. Even if your job is to stand there and hold your helmet. Get over it. Right. And, 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 and I, I 100% agree. I can't even imagine... You know, having having the actual, you know, the, the the honor to be able to make it that far with with all the trials you have to go through, 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 you know, the headaches, the, the staying up all day long, you know, your body aching and all the things that you have to do to prepare yourself to be a player and then disrespect it by not being a part of what the because because that's what it's really all about. It's about the team. To me, I think that just shows some very a lot of individualism. And I think, especially with somebody like Legarrette, but like he's how many times have he been lucky to still be there? I'm I remember when he's he, you know, Jack dude up at the I think one of the uh, bowl games when he was in college, and I'm like, this dude still gets drafted on somebody's team. I mean, there's some character issues there. Bes- besides him just walking off, there's some character issues there. Exactly. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead, OG. Well, no, I just said he said the, the key phrase. There are character flaws. And the one thing that people kind of take for granted about athletes is that they're superior people. They're superior human beings when it comes to their physicality, their training, their biology, their ability to, to not get hurt. But they're people like everybody else. And that's why, that's why honestly, you know, I, I agree with the Charles Barkley philosophy of, hey, just because I can dunk a basketball your kids shouldn't worship me. I mean, these, these are flawed men, just like anyone else. And unfortunately, his professionalism and his strength of character is a little weak, and it happens. I mean, not everybody's perfect. Not everybody's going to be perfect. But I just think that you owe it to yourself because you will regret that moment. That will be one of the moments because, unfortunately, in the NFL, you know, NFL, not for long, they got like 20 dudes waiting to replace Wait. him. In one, so you don't give them a reason. 
And now you just got gave the rest of the NFL the reason. I mean, just look at my former teammate, Chad Johnson. Chad was one of the hardest working players I've ever been around. He was weird and eccentric. He used to suck his thumb on the owner's bus, but he was he was an incredibly hard worker. Now he got he never really got into trouble off the field. But then he got into the reality show, and I was like, okay, he's setting himself up for a career after football. But then he gets into it, marries this proven gold digger. She already got Glenn Robinson. Whatever happens, he headbutts her, and the NFL said, bye. Nobody will touch him. Nobody will touch him. Do you really want to give him a reason? Mm-hmm. And, and here's the thing, too. Like you guys said, every year it's about 500,000 kids that go out for football and those who think somehow they're just going to show up. But everybody has that dream. You got people our age right now still trying to get into the NFL, um, living that pipe dream. So it's like the guys, and, and one of the things you said, they haven't had real careers. They haven't had jobs. And it's like, where else are you going to go? with a minimum education, you know, even with your degree, and make this type of money. And that doesn't mean you lose a sense of who you are, but you should basically hold it in better care, you know, and take care of responsibilities. You're not, I mean, you only place along and you got to be ready. So this actually disgusted me uh, just to see the amount of guys. No respect for their teams themselves or the game and I, and I think that's the thing that bothers me the most it's 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 all it's the trifecta like they you couldn't have made a a, a better decision like for you if i if, if if you were the other corner or the other safety and we just went into the halftime and, and i didn't get a chance to talk to you back right right after we you know before you decided to stay out there or get back on the on the bus and now i'm dealing with somebody totally different I mean that would that when I, I already know a lot of the professional guys like the professional the pros OG that would look at you crazy when you got back into the film room the next day. Right. Yeah. Exactly. You know, I, JD hit on something, and just to kind of add to it, I tell guys treat the NFL like the prettiest girl in the world, mm-hmm. and understand that's why I call that's why I personify it and call her Autumn because she's like dating the prettiest woman in the world. You think everybody wants? You got to know everybody wants your girl. Everybody wants your job. And if you do one thing, you leave her home at, alone, you cheat on her, somebody else is going to take your job. That's the way you should regard it. Because it's just telling people professionalism, sometimes they just don't get it. Yeah, and, and, and speaking of that, it's like, so basically, just to let these guys know, uh, you know, Marshawn Lynch, Le'Veon Bell, Ben Tate, LeGarrette Blunt, Ahmad Brooks, man, take care of your business. But speaking about taking care of business, the one quarterback that probably is as under as much scrutiny as Jay Cutler has to be RG3. And I think, me personally, I think he is painting a target on himself with everybody. I mean, it, again, it goes back to what OG said and what we, we've been talking about. There's a lot of character flaws here. And just because they are on all these commercials and endorsement deals don't mean that it's somebody you should be listening to. And it's 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 kind of unfair to the people who really give a damn about the sport, you know, and and, and to see some of the decisions that RG's, RG's making is really kind of reminding me and actually putting me in a little bit of worry, weariness thinking about Winston. I mean, they're they're, they're they have the same character. And I don't know. It's like you are supposed to be a leader, bro. That's period. Period. Dot. You know, learn how to be quiet, learn how to shut your mouth. And it's like a lot of times he just doesn't do it. 
you know, part of the, the mistake that I think a lot of guys make, and RG3 is, is, is not really an old player, is that he's still young. And a lot of times when they catch you in that post-game interview, you know, you, you wear who the team is, the franchise, the town is on your shoulders. And sometimes you don't really make the best judgment. I mean, he, RG3 is usually really good in an interview, and I just think he's getting frustrated. Um, I don't really fault him for the way that he, he feels because everybody has a right to their own opinion. But not everybody's going to give you that politically correct answer. Just just like here in Chicago, you know, while they're knocking um, Derrick Rose about talking about his future and taking games off, that's real. I mean, yeah. those are still selling jerseys because of, of Derrick Rose. You know, Washington is still selling jerseys because of RG3. But you got to understand, they're men with their own opinions. And, you know, those are the people that you actually remember in sports. So I respect him for his opinion. I'm not necessarily saying I agree with him. But, you know, there are times after games in which, hell, you really didn't want to talk to me either. So I understand. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate the one thing I like about OG, he is going to keep it real and unfiltered. I appreciate that. Um, but as we go on, and not to harp on the leg- negative stuff, because we could go on all day like the press is doing. But what are some of the biggest, as you watch the games this weekend, which were a lot of good games, uh, OG, going into the season, is there any surprises that you see in the league this year? Well, you know, it kind of goes back to both our respective cities. I mean, I got to applaud what the Cardinals are doing. You know, Jay-Z mm-hmm. said, we don't believe you. You need more people. Well, you know, Cardinals have a lot of people supporting them and, and, they're, and what they're doing just on, a, on both sides of the ball. I mean, they've, they've been loaded with talent for years and, you know, you're just waiting for that quarterback to do it. But they're putting together solid football games. Conversely, here in Chicago, they need more people, okay? You guys beat a depleted Adrian Peterson-less football team, and everybody's so excited. Chicago was probably one of the biggest disappointments, and I'm not hating on my hometown because until they didn't draft me, I was a fan. I got to admit that. But when they didn't draft me, I was like, out of hell with the Bears. But for the most part, I'm very disappointed at the way that all of those veterans, they went out and got a whole bunch of guys in free agency, and then they're putting it on Cutler's back. Jay Cutler has never been a guy that you put the game on his back. Jay has that look on his face like he'd rather be doing something else, you know. And it's up to Chicago. We expect defense, defense, defense. So those are my biggest surprises and disappointments. And, you know, I like what, you know, I'm surprised at the 49ers. I'm happy for what Miami is doing. I'm glad that, you know, my, my division, the AFC, um, the former AFC division, is so competitive between the Ravens and the Bengals and, and Cleveland and, you know, so it's a, there's a lot of parity in football, and there should be. That's what I and like. That's, you know, and I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback off of that, OG. I think the first, the two that, that that you know I bring out is I'm I'm very pleased to see the Dolphins win. I I told you I went to the uh, Chicago Bear game when they when 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 the Dolphins came down here, and they just look really athletic when I when we were out there on the field. I know that it looks weird, but or sounds weird, but, you know, when you watch them right before pregame and you see the linebackers moving, you see the running backs moving, you can just tell they're a very athletic team. So, you know, I'm really pleased with them. And, and I got to, like I said, piggyback in the 49ers, man, I don't know what's going on. I had them going all the way. And they, they're still working out some kinks. And they need to they need to figure it out. I mean, you know, like I said, they beat, they beat the, the Giants last week, but, you know, they still got some work to do. And I look at it, my surprises of the year, uh, Seattle, I thought that they would still uh, make a run. I mean, but once they got rid of Percy Harvin, things like that, 
it, they, that's been kind of one of the teams that I'm disappointed in. I kind of felt like the Cardinals would be competitive, uh, but the team that is starting to make a run that is interesting is the Rams. Like, even though they lost to Arizona, the Rams are playing people tough. You know, they what they beat Seattle. Yep. Yep. Uh, who else? Denver. At Denver, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And I forgot who the third team was. Uh, or San Fran. Right. Th- those are three games that if you looked at the schedule on those other teams, that was an automatic win for them. And so the Rams are shocking me. Uh, a little bit. But uh, another thing, another person that's shocking me is J.J. Watt. That boy is playing. Man, that's, he's the MVP right now. I'm telling you, like, he, he is, he's killing it right now. He is the MVP to me. He is, he is doing, I mean, uh, Aaron Rodgers is, is scientifically destroying the NFL, but um, I just love to see J.J. Watt play, man. He plays with, I just love the way he is style. I just got so much swag to it. Yeah. What do you think, OG, about <laughs> Well, between him and Gronkowski, I mean, they love their guys, and uh, you know, say it like that. But um, I, I definitely think JJ Watt is is the real deal. Uh, he's going to be going for years. And the thing about Jay Watt is he keeps coming. He keeps coming. He keeps coming. And um, you know, I, MVP. Eh, eh, I don't know about that, but he, he's he's igniting that defense. He's a heck of a football player. Definitely. Who's your, who, who's, who's your choice then? MVP. Ah, see, that's. That's tough because to me it should be what you mean to the team. Um, I, I mm. hate one Pittsburgh guy. I mean, and but and I, I hate to say that I, I like Big Ben. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa. Uh, Are you serious? I like. Okay, well, hey, MVP, overall, I, I, he's right. not even in my top five, bro. Well, hey, hey, we're gonna talk about this when we get back from break, fellas. But that that's a shocker. So we'll wow. see, you guys. Uh, in the second half, stay tuned for the man cave. <laughs> Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Are you ready to talk sports with a passion? Get ready for Cheap Shots with Luther Broughton and Micah Warren. We'll start off with the NFL pretty much always, but the talk moves along from there. We'll talk about the events of the week, opinions from the big names, and predictions of what's to come. Plus, we'll get to hear from you, the ultimate fan. Don't let the name of the show fool you. We're in it for the good stuff. Cheap Shots can be heard live every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Sports. It's time for a look at sports from behind the lens with Pete Delonzo. This show provides an inside focus on what goes on in the sports world that you don't hear about on most sports talk radio shows. There have been a lot of changes in the way sports on television is presented. This includes rules, looks, and attitudes. Pete Delonzo has a 30-year-plus Emmy Award-winning career working behind the scenes in sports coverage. Now you can get the real story behind the lens with Pete Delonzo. Listen Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Sports. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bench his ass and move oh, on. I just, and get I just ready think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports.
You're inside the man cave. We're ready to talk with you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Or send an email to J.D. Harris at high-intensitysports.com. Now, let's get back to the show. Well, first of all, Natasha, thank you for come, uh, bringing us back into the second half. And that Natasha. beat comes in slamming. But we got to go back to what OG said. He said Big Ben right now is his MVP. I want you to quantify that statement a little bit more if you can, please. Okay, so let's look at it. I hate to pick a quarterback position because that's the most obvious, and there's obviously 10 other positions. But if you look at it statistically, Big Ben, okay, I think of it in terms of fantasy football. Statistically, if you got Big Ben, you're doing some things right now. Ben brings value to his team. Ben brings durability. He brings leadership, like I said. Not really the greatest fan of him as a person because I got a chance to spend a couple uh, mini camps with him. Not mini camps, but uh, training camps. But just value to a team. I mean, a guy who can get knocked on his keister five times, two games in a row, and still jump up and still try to lead his offense, I got to give it to him. Now, if we're talking about overall quarterback performance, we got to give it to Aaron Rodgers. And there's an argument for Brady, but eh, but, Brady, Brady's an organization. Well, going back to my, my MVP J.J. Watt has scored more touchdowns than Calvin Johnson, Larry Fitzgerald, and it was like two other people. I mean, and on top of what he's caused defensively, you don't think he single-handedly is kind of the only person that means the most for his team right now? And I think just like J.D. just said, you think about an impact player. I mean, going off of the definition that you just said, an impact player, the one that's going to go at it every Every play, like you looking at what J.J. Watt is doing to, to offenses and just really taking the hat off and not talking about a daggone quarterback because we're always going to be a quarterback that's going to be the MVP. But look at somebody that's actually stepping out and doing something defensively for his whole team. you got to pick somebody like that. you got to go defense. Okay, so in, in the definition of, of game, game changer, I agree. I agree. I'm sorry, say it again? I said when it comes to, by definition, a game changer, I definitely give that to J.J. Watt. I mean, over okay. that. But okay. to me, how could you argue that against Aaron Rodgers? Teams don't know how to, to prepare for this man. I mean, I, who wants to be up in the NFL? Who does that? I, I don't know. I, 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 just, I, I just look at what he's doing in production, and the cow, he's affecting quarterbacks. I mean, usually you don't have a defensive player that's affecting the field offensively and defensively. Okay, so let's let's land our plane. We, we got to pick an offensive and a defense. How about that? Yeah, exactly. All right, that's fair. Okay, I, and I can actually go with the both of you. I would take Aaron Rodgers and JJ Watt, no doubt. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Speak, now speaking of MVPs, we're gonna go to the college game a little bit before we forget because the Heisman Trophy. Man, did you see my boy Melvin Gordon get off this past weekend? Are you talking about from Wisconsin? Yes. Man, that dude's a monster, dude. That dude is a monster. And the thing was, I think he had 200 and some odd yards. Was it 273? It was something ridiculous. But he's definitely a first-round draft pick, and this is not his first time doing it. I mean, he's had consistently all game running through the Big Ten and everyone else. So, yeah, yeah, get the real deal. He's not playing St. Mary's at a blind and put and getting these numbers. He's playing Penn State, Big Ten ball. 
I mean, the, he's gonna be. Hey, he's gonna be five. The, the first five picks. Now, but, now let me let me ask. Did you take him as your Heisman? <laughs> Do I think Heisman? Uh yeah, definitely. But let me ask you this question: Is it more on the back, the individual player, or is it more on the system? Because Wisconsin traditionally has big game or big. You know, big statistically game backs. They give the rock to the back a lot. Do you think it's more on him? Because you know, you look at these guys when they transition to the NFL, and they don't always translate. So I think it's a combination with him. I think what he does at the second level is very impressive. In the third level, I mean, he has very good balance, things like that. But I can't take away from the O line. If you're an O lineman in Wisconsin, you're going in the first round by far. By far. So, I mean, is it more on the system? Is it Wisconsin traditionally, or is it his ability? Don't get me wrong. I'm not taking anything from him. He's one of the best-looking backs to come out in years. Mm -hmm. But I kind of put that on the Wisconsin system, too. What what about rankings, Ray? What what do you think is going on with the uh, rankings and all that? What the – you know, like I said, man, we, they still trying to figure this playoff thing. You know, they trying to figure it out, man. And and to me, it's it's still going to shuffle. I think I really believe TCU should be up in there. Um, you know, even in the hunt. I mean, they yeah, they're five, but I just I, I think that there's still going to be a little bit more shuffle. I think Alabama probably sits where it's going to sit for the rest of the year. They seem like they're going to finish out pretty well, but they're still it's still up in the air to me. And uh, browse. You know, I think with the different coaching polls and stuff like that, uh, I was reading an article this week was saying Browse from Baylor just gave that to somebody on his staff or in an office to vote on. So, like, some of these rankings and stuff, yeah, it has to be a better system. Well, I think they need to open it up a little bit. I think a four-team bracket was short-sighted. I think it needs to go to eight, maybe ten teams. I mean, I don't think it would affect these kids, you know, much wise when it comes to taking finals. I think it's just short-sighted, and they need to open the field up. And Because I, I don't think Mississippi State is one of the best teams in the country. I mean, if you look who they play outside of, you know, they play Tennessee Martin. Really? I, I just think they need to open it up, get more teams in it, and it'll be a, a, a better perspective on how many teams should be in the mix. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, and then now you got these coaching jobs. Uh, that's starting to open up. OG, I mean, like you see Florida's uh, Muscamp is gone. Michigan's going to be opening up. And you know that's Pandora's box. Yeah, oh, oh, definitely. I mean, I've got an athlete that I trained, Ty Isaac, who transferred from USC to uh, Michigan, and he says the culture of the place is, is crazy. Like, Kids are all talking about transferring out and jumping ship and all the stuff that happens. And yeah, I mean, who knows, man? I wonder how these effects, how the these rankings at the end of the year will affect recruiting. I really do that. But other than that, who knows? I mean, who do you who, who do you guys, Ray, uh, OG, who do you guys anticipate possibly taking like the Michigan job or the Florida job? I, I'll say Harbaugh. I, I was I was actually about to say the same thing. I think it, I think it's. It's perfect timing. That that would be no different than Peyton Manning retiring and then the Tennessee job being open. I mean, which one do you straight. think he would take though? The talent in Florida or the state of Michigan going home? Michigan. I think he'd go home. Michigan. He's a Michigan yeah. man, and you know how Michigan feels about Michigan men. Yeah. All right. What about the Florida gig? Hmm. Frankly, I really don't care because I'm in the SEC anyway. So 
that 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 team has been shuffled around for so many in the last couple of years. They they just trying to still figure it out. I doubt. I've heard some rumors that Spurrier was talking. Man, I the, the only time Spurrier would ever go back to Florida would be to play golf. Period. You don't think he would go back to Gainesville? No, absolutely not. Not not the way it ended. No, probably not. I think it's going to be a name guy. I, I can't tell you who will be, but I don't think it's going to be like a, a successful offensive coordinator. Or, you know, it probably won't be a successful defensive coordinator from another team. I think they're going to get a name. Florida needs a name. They need those names. Yep. Florida has the largest football budget in the yep. country via any any uh, Division One A program. And so they're going to go for a name guy. It might be a, a pro guy who steps That's in. what I was about to say. I mean, uh, uh, no, no hints of who you think in a pro side? Well, I mean, I think it depends on who loses their job. <laughs> and I, Well, some of the rumors... Uh, on a college side, says Stoops would go be- uh, go there. I can see that. I believe that because he's a name guy, you know. Yeah. And then that's a, and that's how Florida runs there. They've always run their program like that. It's always about about the name. It's always been about the the, the showboat, the, the entertainment side of it. So yeah, I, I totally agree with that. It's all about putting butts in seats. That's that's it. You know, uh, speaking about your conference, man, what's going on uh, with the ball with your players, man? Man, I, you know what? I'm and OG. You know the the first thing that you start once you start getting closer to the end of the season, you know something just happens. You just kind of start unraveling as a team, especially if you're not winning like we are. But you know something like this, man, just really, really hurts the the team, and it just hurts the the whole organization as a whole because it's it's a guy, it's a well named guy, it's a guy that you've been hearing about. He's been probably one of the only you know one of the guys that have been successful and that you've been looking at, and then something like this goes down. I, I'm I'm I, I I just throw my hands up because you got so much ahead of you that's about to happen. Like, dude, you know why are you even 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 in that? putting yourself in that position at this point. I think that was a great point to raise because I remember um, being on a couple of bad Notre Dame teams, well, very average Notre Dame teams, and toward the end of the season, guys all either feel like things are on their way up or things are on their way down. And then that locker room and that media room starts to split and some guys aren't happy about the way, you know, it's like winning cures all. But if you're not doing as well as expected – Guys start doing their own thing, and you can see those divisions and those separations. And then a lot of the BS, which was always going on, starts coming to light. So that's I agree with that. That's such and, a good and, point. And, and I have to say this about Bush Jones, and it, and, it, and you know I'm a Tennessee diehard. You know I ball ball for life. My I bleed orange all day long, and it's it's to see a coach come in, and we've had this shuffling for a few years since Coach Former, which was in my day. You know the Peyton Manning, Jamal Lewis days, but now. Being here and you seeing what Bush Jones is trying to do and, and, and him making a statement and going, hey, this is by far probably one of our best players on the team, but he ain't big enough for the team and, and go ahead and suspend him. I mean, that's that's the way that the NFL should have handled their situations, you know, uh, in the media. They had you had two guys. You had one guy that's an actual walk on. And then you got A.J. Johnson. So you got the guy at the loading part of the totem pole, and you got one guy at the higher part of the totem pole on the team, and he dismissed them both equally. And that's how it's supposed to be done. I, I give my props up for him from doing that. Yeah, you have to set precedents. And 
we've seen it going back in the league where there's been other guys on the team. You remember uh, some of your safety mates <laughs> at the Bears. But then you have this whole hypocrisy with the NCAA in a sense with uh, Georgia's Gurley. I mean, you, you get the man, mm-hmm. you sign an autographs, or supposedly, but now they're kicked. I don't know if you guys saw this. The state of Georgia is trying to put in now where it, you could get fined twenty five thousand uh, dollars if you approach a college athlete for the autograph stuff to sell. Did you oh, guys wow. see that? No, no I didn't see that. yeah, I, I have to definitely check that out. Well, okay, so I have a problem with amateur status. Now, being a former college athlete, everybody knows that back in the day, you know, the NCAA or somebody, the individual schools, made a lot of money on NCAA college football. So you can use our likenesses. And you can make money, but we can't see anything of it, you know. Exactly. And that, so it's kind of the hypocrisy. If a kid can't make money on his own signature, but yet a school for the uh, athletic department or a fundraiser can have you sign a helmet and auction it off like Notre Dame does all the time, where, where's the justice in that? And, and we're going to, you know, you're putting good people in and you're making it a bad situation, but it's, it's hypocritical because the schools are doing it, the NCAA is doing it, so... Eh, I'm kind of calling a little BS on that whole situation. Well, well, we're going to go and take a professional break going into our fourth quarter, our last stretch, where uh, Houston, we have a problem, and get our pick situations going because last week was horrible. Uh, We Mm -hmm. look forward to talking to you back at the Man Cave. See you in a bit. school to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports what sets apart voiceamerica.tv from the other video content providers on the internet choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main voiceamerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private tv channel we support multiple media formats so all of your video content can be in one place we offer a number of advertising and video packages for more information visit voiceamerica.tv if you think you've seen online tv like this before let us surprise you Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fans' perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's hot topics. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Sports. 
you're inside the man cave. We're ready to talk with you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144, 1-888-346-9144, or send an email to Harris at high-intensitysports.com. Now, let's get back to the show. We've got the fourth quarter stretch going on. Natasha, again, thank you for bringing us back in. Uh, we're going to go ahead and start this off. Uh, OG, get you acclimated to what goes on in the man cave. Okay. Every week we kind of find out something that just went went wrong or what was going on that we talk about. Houston, we have a problem. So this week in the world of sports, Houston, we have a problem. I'm going to go with your boy, uh, Titans tight end Chase Kaufman, fine 30K for running mm-hmm. over, trying to hurt uh, the coach from uh, – who was he? I almost forgot. He, the coach for the Ravens. Try to run them, run way off the field and clothesline them. Houston, we got a problem. He know he won. He know he wasn't gonna get away with that. What's wrong with him? <laughs> well, my Houston, we got a problem. I'm I'm stepping out of sports, and I have to talk about it because you know I think we're all grew up watching him and 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 been a he's been a part of our lives or in our house for a long time. Bill Cosby. I know it's a it's a it's a sticky situation, but. To see more and more women come out of the woodwork now to a point that NBC pulled. They had a they had a show coming up with Bill Cosby being the actual lead role. NBC just today pulled the plug on it because of all the rape allegations. If you had one, uh, if you had two, mm, you got 19. Houston, we got a problem. OG, you got one. Um, I've had the same problem, man, and it's the hypocrisy with the NFL and how basically they're playing the moral compass to the world in Adrian Peterson's case. I think it was a business decision. These are businessmen. But I don't think the NFL has the right to play the moral. They are not God. In this country, you're, you're innocent until you're proven guilty. And Adrian Peterson was not totally exonerated by the system, court system, but he was not uh, he was not convicted. I think the NFL needs to take a step back, get out of people's living rooms and out of homes. Let due process take its course, whether it's fair or just or not, and then oppose, you know, impose their, their fines or their penalties. So, Houston, we have a problem. <laughs> well, going into last week's uh, picks, we, we had a lot of problems. <laughs> Man. Uh, Ray and I both tied at six. And then last week, our, uh, our special guest, had seven. Mm. Man, we stunk it up. I got crushed. I even called you. I, I no, I texted you, did I? I was like, dude, I'm getting crushed this week. <laughs> yeah, Ty, Ty, Ty came in, kicked some butt. Now you going on. So uh, we're going to pick this week. We're going to go over the games. And uh, OG, you'll go ahead and participate with us. Okay. So the first game we have this week, uh, Kansas City versus Oakland. Kansas City versus Oakland. I'm sorry. No, go ahead, OG, you're first. So I, I got to go with Kansas City. I mean, Oakland has just been struggling throughout the year. They can't put together a game consistently, offensively or de- defensively. Uh, I think KC still remembers what it's like to win, and they've been playing decent ball in the last couple weeks. So I got to go with KC. Ray, Ray. Uh, I, I'm right, right with him, KC all the way. That Raiders still struggling, and uh, Charles is just a monster. So, yeah. Yeah, I – I, I like the fight in the Raiders. They just can't do it. You know, you can swing all day. Can't hit nothing. 
I'm going with Kansas City. All right, Cleveland at Atlanta. You know Wait, what? Even though, I'm sorry, OG. You up, baby? My okay. bad. Oh uh, yeah. I, I think I think the team that used to be referred to as a mistake on the lake feels that they're a team of destiny this year, and Atlanta hasn't really been playing consistent football. Cleveland, even though they've dropped a couple in the last couple weeks, that but they're still reeling high off that Bengals win two weeks ago. And I think Cleveland's got a formula. They want to be a force come playoff time. They're you know everybody is six and four in that division, and you got to win what you what you can win, and I think I, I got to give it to Cleveland. I'm right, I'm right with them. I'm right with them. Cleveland's, uh, they, even though with the loss last last week, it was a little, you know, a little tough one, but uh, like I said, Atlanta, Atlanta's still struggling around, so I'm, I'm sticking with Cleveland. All right, we're all with Cleveland. Next, Tennessee versus Philly. Tennessee versus Philly. My heart wants to go to Tennessee because I saw how they played against the Steelers. Uh, a good friend of mine, Lake Dawson, is is the head of pro player personnel there, and he said, we need a win like we need air. But unfortunately, Tennessee doesn't know how to play four quarters of good football. And Philly, you know, Philly's doing their thing right now. Their offense is prolific. Their defense is is, is attacking and, and getting off the field in three downs. So I got to go with Philly. I'm right with them. Philly and Tennessee. I think the I, I think Philly is going to tear up Tennessee. So I'm going with Philly as well. All right. Detroit at New England. Mm. This is a good football game. Um, I'm not sure. Is Fairley still out? Is he still out? Does anybody know? No, he played last week. Okay, he did play. <sighs> I got to go with, with, with Stafford. I mean, I, this is, nobody's going to believe me, but I think Detroit's going to show up and play because big-time players show up in big-time games. Megatron's going to do his thing. Uh, you know, the Patriots are a machine, but I just think um, I just think that this week is not their week. So Detroit, all right, Ray. Detroit. I'm going, I'm going with Patriots, man. I mean, Brady's doing his thing. He's 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 in he's in a monster mode right now. So, yeah, I'm going with New England. All right, real fast, guys. Green Bay versus Minnesota. Green Bay. GB. Green Bay. Ray. Green Bay. And this kills me to say, Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers all the way. <laughs> all right, Jacksonville versus Indy. Indy. Saint Indy. Indy. All right, and I'm going to – this is scary. Uh, I'm going to go with Indy as well. Here's where things may change for us. Cincinnati versus Houston. Cincinnati. Houston. Houston. will be contained. And OG has a little biasness there. Uh, what about you, Ray? Houston, man. Houston. And I'm going to go with my boy OG because I think Cincinnati has it in them, and they're going to give us the business. New York Jets and Buffalo Bills. Who cares? Um, no. Uh, <laughs> 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 Go with the. <laughs> you really? Hey, well, what with all the stuff uh, they they dealing with up in Buffalo? Better go with the Jets, dude. The Jets. Uh, this is tough. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go with Buffalo. I'm gonna go with Buffalo. All right, Tampa Bay and Chicago. Tampa Bay, I think Coach Lovey is going to put it on his exquisite. I'm going with Tampa Bay. I agree. Same thing, Tampa Bay. I feel like Chicago is actually going to go and fight. And this is my logic says Tampa uh, Tampa Bay, but I'm going to go with uh, Chicago. Wait, wait, Arizona, real fast, guys. Go ahead, go ahead. 
I I'm going with Arizona. Ray. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm um, Arizona. All right, Arizona, they're my pick of the year. Okay, uh, St. Louis, San Diego, Rams, 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 and I'm going with San Diego, and then Miami, Denver, uh, Denver. Wow, I gotta go with Denver. All right, and to end it off, we have Washington, San Fran, San Fran, Dallas. San Fran. New- All right, Dallas, New York, New York. All right, we're going to finish this on our site because we're running out of time, fellas. But, hey, I appreciate you, OG, coming into the man game. Ray, it's always a pleasure, bro. Once you guys come out that uh, snow and freeze and come out here to AZ and thaw off. Thank you for joining us at the man cave, baby. All the back. Thank you. All right, we're just about out of here, but make sure you come on back next Wednesday at 6 p.m. East, 3 p.m. West for another edition of The Man Cave with J.D. Harris and Ray Austin on the Voice America Sports Channel. See you soon. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.